You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your Feel Good Sister Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so glad you're here. We were just saying it's a little, it's been a, a week or two since we've had a new show. So we're glad that we're back on track with you all. And uh, thank you for your emails and your communications from our uh, last show that we recorded and asked for some feedback. And some of you reached out and even sent us some recordings, which we'll be sharing in future shows. So yay, yay us, yay, yay. Us, us Abrahamic community. Um, we're excited that you're here. If you're hearing the show for the first time, we welcome you. We talk a lot about Leading Edge, but in a very delicious, easy to digest, everyday way. So we hope that you'll hear something this hour that you'll be able to take away to your week, your everyday takeaway, as we like to call it, about how to live more joyously, how to live in the feel-good flow authentically. We're not here to fake it. We're here to really, truly step into our joy, into our expansive selves. And we use uh, the Abrahams, we use them as a way to get deeper into that conversation with our broader self. We love the teachings of Abraham's and we were so, so very deeply appreciative of, of Esther Hicks. Don't you ever once in a while just get overwhelmed with appreciation for her? I just adore her. You know, it's just such a magnificent, um, it's a magnificent gift that she shares with us. And yeah. I'm so grateful. So cute too. I, it's fun how, we don't really get to know Esther as much as Abraham. Like she's really in, I know it's not character, but more than she, she's more Abraham than Esther. So I always want to know what's, what she like to hang out with, you know? And so, oh gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to get to meet her hopefully. Right. Right. Exactly. Go meet. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I mean, I would, I think that we'd probably be surprised um, how different she is. Uh, but we do get little tidbits when the Abrahams share, uh, you know, her stories. And boy, do they love to share their stories. And and certainly her sense of humor is so clear and um, and her love of this work. And I think, you know, it it really is something when we step into that broader communication with our joyous, our the joyous ones, as you would call them, Heather. It's such an exciting dialogue. And it really, it makes sense that she would do this and that we all need to step into that more broad relationship with, um, with our inner being and, and watch, 
the um, watch it unfold a bit more. Tonight, we're going to talk about collaborations. We're going to talk about these spiritual collaborations, these emotional collaborations, but also this idea of trying not to control so much about what's going on, but really just being aware of what's happening in the moment, what's unfolding, and really letting the universe bring it to you rather than you have to go find it. And that that's a theme I love to talk about, especially, you know, as as many of you know, as Heather and I are very much into our, our business lives and into what we're co-creating in the world and what we're doing um, in so many different ways in the world and in, in sharing our gifts and sharing what we love. But I do really feel like there's an opportunity now to share this message that in all areas of our life, but especially business and that which we're creating, we need to let it come to us. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're still too much trying to be the attraction rather than just allowing it. We're trying to go get it. We're trying to, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. I did about four channeling sessions today and taught a class. I had a really powerful source connection day. And one thing that came up when I was channeling this morning was the source within you is the source within me, which is the source within everybody. It's the same source, right? So here we think we're psychic or we think we're intuitive or or we have, um, what a coincidence, you know? Oh, this thing happened. What a coincidence. But really the source within all of us is the exact same source. And so we get these messages. <laughs> like when I'm channeling, I'll, I'll get this message like t- tapping me on the shoulder saying, say this or say that. And so I say that thing and they're like, of course, because the source within them is the same source. Within right. It's having a dialogue with itself. Like love right. is chatting exactly. with itself. Yes. Yes. And it was it was on another audio that we'll probably listen to another time. But they said, what, how does source um, get its inspiration? And it's from us. You know, we are source and source is us. And it's this back and forth re- relationship. So it's kind of really... It's really magnificent, and for me, I think channeling has like changed changed my life in so many ways because it's so experiential. But it's so fun to listen to them—the banter, the fun, the fabulous. Yes, yes, and and I love this idea of the blending. You know, becoming more and more um, aware of what, as you say, source is kind of tapping on our shoulder, whispering in our ear, giving us this, um, intuitive hit, this action point and trusting it more and more. I think part of this journey, especially with the Abrahams is, you know, if you're attracted to this work, that means this, this energy, this entourage, you're part of it. Like your inner being is hanging out with this tribe. And I love that. I love this idea that there is, you know, cause what a great, group of energy to hang out with and you can tap into that anytime and this idea of becoming more and more blended with that conversation and you know and and be able to pop in you know when when you talk about channeling I love this idea of just being able to just pop right in oh hold on let me go let me go consult my inner being on that and let's see what they have to say. Yeah. You know, I just love this idea of as human beings that we start to evolve into that. Okay, I'm talking from one perspective, but let's go see what a broader perspective feel like and be able to open up that channel. Again, that word, that space within all of us that's connected to this love conversation that's connected to this infinite intelligence. And, um, and, and it's so much fun to, to dive into that. And, um, the track we're gonna we're gonna talk about tonight from the Abrahams is um, 
is from the Alaska cruise. And man, I know we've talked about this before, but people who are on this cruise, dang, Alanga, um, the questions are, are so amazing and leading edge. And it takes Abraham into this whole new place where they start introducing new steps and new place. I mean, it's like everything is, is really kind of uh, cohesive on these cruises and I, um, and you know, we, we've been talking about this Alaska cruise specifically because, well, one, what a great place to go to, but two, it's in July, which is a great time to get away from the heat. They do it every year in sort of the early part of July. So we've been thinking about going next year. So we're just going to throw that out. Um, what do you think, Heather? I'm going, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already re- pre-registered July 1st through the 8th out of Seattle and it's my 50th birthday on 4th of July, so I'm celebrating my 50th birthday on the Alaska cruise with Abraham. Well, you heard it here. That sounds like a great invitation. So let us know if you're thinking about going or maybe you started to get a tingle just now, a little like, yes, you need to be there. Email us at everydayattraction at gmail.com. We'd love to hear. It would be so fun for uh, an entourage of us to to get onto this boat next year. That's July 2016 for the Alaska Cruise. But in the meantime, we have an extraordinary track that we're going to kind of bop in and out of this evening and listen to a little bit and discuss it because there's such richness. And um, Heather, now you brought this track to my attention. What can you do? You remember just kind of like this sort of gut feeling that you had about the juiciness? Well, there's a couple things. Um, it's a long track, so what was interesting was I loved the whole track because it just started out really fun, and then it got better and better and better. And I love that concept of getting better and better and better. But it, it's it's ending up about collaboration, and I was just flabbergasted by their comments about collaboration in a way that I was like, I've never heard this before. And so anytime, because I listen to Abraham pretty much every single day, when I hear something I've never heard before, I get excited. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I love their fresh take on it. We're going to come in a little bit um, into the meat of the discussion. And like I said, we'll move in and out as we listen to some things, and we want to stop and talk about them. But it is the idea again um, of understanding when we should collaborate, when we should step away from collaborations, and then allowing this dance with the universe to become a bit more relaxed and and a bit more allowing on our part, and always knowing what to do in a situation when collaborations start to feel wonky, and, and when they start to feel fresh and exciting. So let's listen to a little bit. We'll listen for a few minutes, make some comments out before we go to our first break here. So here we go again. You're listening to the Alaska Cruise from 2015 that just a little bit. This is how you mold the clay of this universe. This is how you utilize the energy that creates worlds. This is how you focus it through you to your advantage, always to your advantage. Is there something specific that you're wanting to fine-tune? Yes, yes. I would love to fine-tune my ability to allow myself to collaborate and co-create with others while staying in integrity with the vision of the thing that's being created well your words are perfect because what you're saying is i want to find my own personal vibrational alignment with my desire and i want it to be so secure because of the practice that i've given that as others come into the mix they don't dissuade me from the clarity of what i know another thing that you're saying 
same thing, just different words. I want to set my tone so often, so consistently, that my observation of others' responses to me or to my ideas doesn't cause a ripple in my vibration. So sometimes it's a good idea not to be so eager to jump in with others because they're crazy. (laughs) Because they are selfishly satisfying their own desires. And so it's just a matter of making sure you've got your sea legs before you begin to play and recognizing when you are playing with them what a ripple feels like, what a wobble feels like, and that you then know what to do about it. Okay, let's stop there because there's uh, some juiciness right there. Um, This idea of, you know, kind of really setting your own tone so that when you start to move towards your desire and you're going to have a little contrast, which might look like people saying, oh, that sounds dumb or that could never work or, you know, they start that it doesn't wobble you. And this is really an incredible practice. Don't you think it's like you really have to before you have a desire. I'm sorry, after you have a desire, but before you share it, Uh really practice your sea legs. Get really practice, I think, to the point where you're on solid, solid ground about what it is that you want, why you want it, so that when the first criticism and or but comes up, you don't lose your way, you know? I do know. I Oof. think every single one of us is aware of that whole um, wobble, right? Like, oh, what if I have this great idea and then somebody else kind of talks me out of it? And it's so common to be influenced by others. So to me, this is also saying um, be the inf- be the chooser of your vibration instead of being influenced by another's vibration. Yeah, exactly. And and don't share too early. Have you ever had a desire and you're really jazzed about it? And you can you get this vision, you get this download, right? And it's just like, wow. And then you kind of don't spend any time with it and really making it your own. And then you go and share it with like a spouse or a friend. And it and you almost know when it comes out of your mouth that it's too early to share, you know, that feeling, you know, and, and, and because you haven't really gotten that point where it's yours, it's, it's yours and, and wild horses couldn't dissuade you from it. I think only at that point, when you have such clarity and such, you know, you spent time with it, you spent time dreaming about it, you've allowed source to elaborate, you've had a couple of sound downloads, you get this a lot, Heather, I know, where you just get such clarity and you, you know, you want to get that momentum. There's the word I was looking for. You want to get that momentum really moving before you share. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I, it, when you're talking about it, it reminds me of when I was a kid and I would tell my mom stuff I'd be excited about and she'd be like poo-pooing it. But what's interesting is I don't have friends in my life anymore that would poo-poo me. They'd be like, oh, cool. But I also am really particular of who I'm hanging out with. And I also, I'm, don't, I'm not married. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, especially if you've been married to someone for a really long time. <laughs> and they haven't quite caught up to speed with everything that you're up with. <laughs> you, know, you, you love them, but just, you know, be be aware of who you're sharing with. And, and I think also, 
more so, what's the intention behind sharing a desire? Is it because you want to collaborate with someone? Is it because you want someone to give you a yes? Is Are you looking for someone outside of yourself to say, oh, that's a good idea. I think you should do it. I mean, I think you kind of need to be aware of where you are with that. Um, because in the beginning, in the beginning stages of a deep desire, it, it is a, a little tender, you know, it's a little baby, <laughs> you know, and, and I think it's that opportunity for us to, to really care for it in anticipation of some great collaborations that are coming. So, uh, but before we do that, we got to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio with your feel good sisters. We're going to come back right after the break and go more into this delicious topic. Stay tuned. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back to the show. We were just talking about collaborations and finding momentum of your desires before you're jumping into collaborations. But before we do that, we have a couple of things we wanted to tell you about. First off, Heather has an amazing offer that we're launching on this show because we're talking about collaborations and we're talking about, you know, finding your mojo and finding your business and finding your gifts within the work that you're doing and and especially with any kind of collaborations you're doing. Heather is offering a channeling session half off for our listeners. So if you are hearing this show, you have an amazing opportunity to have a session with her um, and really be able to get some clarity around what it is that your gift is and how your gift is outpicturing itself in the world. Heather, do you want to say anything more about that? Well, I, you know, we've talked before about how I really align vibrationally with business. And so a lot of times when I'm channeling, they'll just show up with some information about their, their talents or gifts or what, um, what they're here to share with the world and how how people can take your their talents and gifts and actually receive financial gifts back and so if somebody's looking for more business clarity or gifts or wanting to start their own business and saying yeah i just want some clarity around my gifts or whatever it's just source just goes on and on and on and talks about how amazing you are all of you and how that shows up is just these like unique loving gifts that each one of you have. And I, it's just so fun for me. I just feel so appreciative and blessed to have the opportunity to have Source 
kind of connect through me because I get to see all these beautiful kind of pictures on the other side. And then I see people seeing their gifts and they're like, oh my gosh, I see it. That's so true. Oh, I didn't realize that was a gift. And especially with gifts, I think sometimes you're so talented at it that you kind of just minimize the value or how amazing you are at it because it comes so easily and naturally. So sometimes having third-party validation from source is really beneficial. Oh, it's so powerful. And so again, if you would like to um, have a session and and be able to take advantage of this, Heather's offering a really generous um, 50% off a session. So go to our website at everydayattraction.com and in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see book a session and then there'll be some information and um, and we're so happy that that we're able to be of assistance to to our listeners. And also, as you've been listening, um, I have, you know, continued, as you heard in our last show, to be exploring these wonderful essential oils and, and how that's working for me in my alignment practice. So I have an oil of the week. The oil of the week this week is frankincense. And I have been really loving the clarity because a lot about collaboration is getting clarity on what you want to do and how you want to do it. And I know sometimes we can become underwhelmed, overwhelmed. And I love the fact that there's this ancient oil that's been used for thousands of years to improve communication with our creator. So frankincense is a powerful way to to really get some clarity. And oh, yeah, it happens to be an anti-inflammatory and an immune stimulant. Oh, nice. But um, but if you're interested in finding more about that, again, go to our website, you can click the products and we'll, um, there's some information on how to get your hands on some frankincense. And um, so we have all kinds of resources. But this topic of collaboration, I think, is really interesting. And what we just heard Abraham say is that we want to set our tone often and consistently so that others' responses to who we are and how we're showing up doesn't ripple. Um and then they also said something that I thought was interesting in that last clip that we were, we were listening to from the Alaskan cruise is don't be too eager to jump in. What did you take from that, Heather, when you heard that? Um, I think what I get from that is to check in with my divine guidance and make sure that this feels like a vibrational match instead of just getting all excited on a whim and then realizing that I didn't check in to see if it was a match first. Yeah, I get that. You know, because sometimes a resource will show up and you'll think, oh, the scarcity, you know, mind kicks in and goes, maybe this is my only chance to have a resource like this, or maybe this person's the only person who'll be able to do this for me. And we don't kind of check in and say, do I want to collaborate or do I want this opportunity? Um, so I do like the fact that the Abrahams are saying, you know, don't be too eager because there's infinite collaborations available to you. There's always, you know, 20 or 30 different collaborations at any moment about what you want to do. So there's, I think there's this idea of not feeling like you have to jump on the first one because it, it just appeared. And I, I love having that information know, um, so that you can relax and go, Oh, I just didn't feel that that was the right person or situation for me and trust that. So, um, let's listen a little bit more to this track from the Alaskan cruise about collaborations and really listening to our inner voices as we move through our desires and what we're here to do. Here we go. There's a human tendency that once you begin to feel disruption in your frequency to push ahead anyway, 
that's never a good idea because it's just going to wobble more once it begins to wobble pushing through isn't going to make it wobble less louder isn't better and neither is dominant so just relax and soothe yourself and back away with the intention of letting the universe bring yet to you another cooperative component and another and another. And the tendency is that once you begin co-creating with someone to make them your singular co-creative partner, and that's never the way that you've intended, you get all lopsided when you do that. What you're wanting to do is be true to your own vibration and then watch what law of attraction brings to you. Not trying too hard to control what comes. Not trying too hard to control what law of attraction is doing. But controlling the tone that you're setting that is causing law of attraction to do what it's doing. Can you feel the difference in that? How do you know that you want to adjust your vibration? Start to feel unease. By the way it feels and by the way it is unfolding. Mm. By the way it is unfolding, that's sort of after the fact. And the way it is feeling, that's sort of in the moment. But either is good. In other words, just pay attention to what's coming. And if you like it, do more of what's causing it. And if you don't like it, do something else. It's quite simple, isn't it? It is. And I also wonder if you can please comment on the thought that, let's say a collaboration has begun and it begun well and then began to not flow as well it began well yes. because to a certain point we had vibrational harmony yes and then contrast showed itself mm -hmm. to give us an opportunity to experience greater clarity on the subject and maybe to realize that this is as far as this collaboration was meant to go Okay, that's some good stuff. <laughs> I love that part right there, actually. Oh, man. It, it is so interesting because we, I think we all can relate to this experience where we start with a collaboration, whether it be in business or some other endeavor, and it starts off really good. And then it gets wobbly because some contrast comes in. And I think that that's a really great experience to say, I need to reassess. Not that you want to run from it, but it's a good indication to say, is this collaboration still appropriate? And I was thinking about it in personal life and relationship. And um, I have a good friend that's going through um, a potential breakup right now and was talking about that. And I was thinking about how I was <laughs> talking to one of my girlfriends, we're both single. And I said, you know, isn't it interesting that the institution of marriage is about till death do us part? And I said, you know, when we meet friends, we don't meet a friend and say, so are you going to be a friend of mine till death do us part? Because <laughs> I really need to know if this collaboration, this friendship is going to really withstand all of the seasons, you know, you just, we don't do that with friends. We just are like, Hey, it's so great to meet you. Let's hang out. And we just are present with our friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It puts and, a lot so of pressure. It puts a lot of pressure. And so I love, um, the way that Jerry and Esther always used to talk about it and 
they'd wake up that morning and look at each other and say, yeah, I like you pretty much today. Let's be, let's hang out today. You know, let's stay in this as of today. And me working, you know, with um, people who are struggling or have struggled with um, addiction, drugs and alcohol, whatever, sex, food, um, you know, they'll come to me and they say, you know, I just don't know if I could do this the rest of my life. I just don't know if I can stay sober the rest of my life. And I'm like, the rest of your life, why are we even going there? Like, why do you want to think about, can I do this for 50 years? You know, that's like intimidating or scary. But how about today? Like, if you choose it today, why don't you just decide what you want to choose today? And that to me is the same as collaboration. Like, choosing something today doesn't mean it has to be chosen for the next 20 years but it's you know but in our culture it's so blasphemous to talk about this in a way and again it's it's classic abraham it's the it's um you know it's the flip side it's the flip side of what we've been conditioned it's the flip side of our culture um because oftentimes people are shamed into feeling so bad when they say you know this collaboration is no longer serving um, and it's and it's it's something that is a, a, a really interesting way to be in the world. Um, this idea of you know really paying attention to the tone and what's showing up and our part in it. You know, like are we are we being present to the uneasiness that's showing up? You know, are we um, watching a wobble? Would we know a wobble if it? bonked us on the head or are we so used to being wobbly in our collaborations in our relationships you're like ah this is just how it's supposed to feel you know I I think part of it is just shifting the expectation of saying you know collaboration should feel really good not every minute of every day because contrast is going to happen but in the contrast take the clarity it's another opportunity to say is this working is this still what I want to be doing. And, um, you know, life is short. (laughs) So, you know, if it's something that keeps coming up, and so much contrast is happening, and the clarity is, yes, I want to continue with this relationship, I adore this person, wonderful. But if the contrast keeps coming up, and, you know, there's that clarity that says, Oh, if I wasn't so responsible, I would have just totally you know, ditch this business long ago. <laughs> you know? It's just, it, it is a really different way to be on the planet, I think. Yay! Yeah. You get to choose. We're at choice and you don't have to do it the way society says to. You know, it's so funny. I love how we always want to fit in, fit in, fit in. And I'm just saying this as we because I'm talking about me. I've always my whole life wanted to be you know, acknowledged or appreciated or fit in. Um, But yet, we always want to be different, you know, and I think it's like, how can you be both? Um, I I like to watch TV sometimes. And I always think that my favorite characters on the TV show is usually some quirky character that has some really random, weird kind of in, in society's terms, weird personality and they're my favorite person you know and it's like so why can't we all love our quirky weird funky things and just be with them you know and that's kind of what they're saying here is like be be in your truth no matter what anyone else says and you'll know if this collaboration is serving you or not yeah and not be afraid of the contrast because when the rocky times come it is a time where you get 
you can get more deeply in love with the collaboration because you get some clarity on the fact that, you know, you really do love this person, this situation, this business, whatever the collaboration is. Um, and I think that we don't want to be afraid of contrast. We want that to be a clarifying thing. But on the, you know, on the other side of this, we have to look at our expectations as well, because again, you know, the universe is showing up in, in response to our vibration and what it is that we're holding. So I also think in our collaborations, what are the stories that we're telling? What are the expectations that we have? And some of these run pretty deep, especially when it comes to men and women, because we've seen our parents go through things. We've seen our mothers go through things. And sometimes we have certain expectations that if we don't realize that you're holding the vibration, you could very well be collaborating and influencing the way this person is or the way the situation is unfolding because of your expectations. So I feel like we need to delve into the part that you're playing in the collaboration as well. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's so important. And that's an opportunity for us to, um, to again, reassess, is this something that I'm doing and this person is just responding to my expectation and can I shift that expectation? Um, or is this something that just is not a match? It's just not a match anymore. I'm out of resistance. I'm I'm really in the feel good flow. And this thing just keeps showing up as n- not feeling good. And I think that's where we get into this, you know, very intimate relationship with our, our inner being to help navigate some of these, um, some of these journeys. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more and we'll listen to more from this delicious Alaskan cruise track about collaboration and, and really being in, in that feel good flow place in all areas of our lives. So stay tuned. You're listening to Every Day and this is Ray and Heather. notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. been listening to everyday attraction with feel good sisters ray and heather to learn more about ray and heather check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed
Welcome back from the break. We're still loving this topic of collaboration and what we're feeling and how we're working with people and just understanding, you know, our own creative patterns. But I I also kind of want to go back to, again, what we talked about before the break is being really honest with ourselves about the kind of expectations that we have for any collaboration going in and trying to clear the deck, so to speak, of any stories that we might be telling ourselves about how difficult collaborations are or how you always get taken advantage of or, you know what I mean? Like some of that has to kind of come up to to the the light, if you will. Absolutely. Well, and we have to decide for ourselves how we want to look at a collaboration. Do we want to look forward to it? Do we think it's going to be easy or lovely? I mean, some people just can't stand the idea of collaborating at all, which is kind of interesting because we're always collaborating in the sense that we are source and source is us. And we're always in collaboration with whether you call it your best self, source, God, the universe, whatever. So we're in collaboration, whether we like it or not. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're in it. But- and so are you in it deliberately or are you just defaulting in it, you know? Exactly. Before we get back to the track and hear some more, I want to also bring out this idea of scarcity in collaboration, because if we hold the expectation that there's only so many people who could play this role, or there's only so many situations that could play out in a way that would be um, what we want in relationship to our desire. That's kind of really playing the scarcity card. And you might hang out in a collaboration that sort of has played its court, run its course, because you're afraid that there isn't other resources. And I, and I really want you to take away from this track the abundance of collaborative resources available to you in every area of your life. You are never alone on this ship of love. And there are always, always more opportunities and more resources. Because I do think that oftentimes, um, if it's not responsibility that we're getting tripped up on, it's this idea that, well, if I don't have this, I got nothing. Ha! Yeah, well... I guess scarcity in its own way is never going to serve us in the what we're looking for, right? If we're looking for this or this or something better, but when we get into this, this or nothing. <laughs> then, yeah, then you really start to lose your connection um, with that. <laughs> and then the, the mind has a way of, of, of spinning all kinds of fear, fearful tales. Um, and so I think that's something to be aware of as well, is to look at your expectations and to also check your scarcity meter and, and then to be able to come at a collaboration with the fresh perspective. So um, let's jump back into this delicious Alaska track and see what more Abraham has to say about this topic. Here we go. The tendency to strike up a collaboration with someone and then try to make it work forevermore. That was never your plan. You didn't say, I'll go forth and I'll find someone and I'll utilize them as my guidance system. I'll make them my inner being. You said, I'll go forth I'll find alignment with who I am and with my desires and law of attraction will bring me perfect interaction for where I am along my path of least resistance. Mm. So what you notice is sometimes your collaboration causes more resistance on your path. That means the collaboration has served its purpose. Sometimes the collaboration causes less and less and less 
resistance along your path. Yes. That means yes. it's still serving its purpose. Yes. Helpful? Yes. Don't and leave all your lovers today. That's not what this yes. is about. Well, it's helpful and a little confusing, too, because yes. I've been having experiences where if things aren't flowing, I have been attempting to practice with, with success, either letting them go and seeing them return in a much more beautiful form, or... Well, that is far superior than to try to control them, isn't it? it? Yeah, no, no, there's no control, no. It's, yes. Yeah. So it's really like the only option. Hmm. Sort of let go yeah. and see what comes of it. But while you're letting go, don't let go with the attitude that you've lost something. Yeah, yeah. Let go with the intention to shore up your vibration. Yes. To re-identify what you want. Yes. To calculate the contrast that you lived and make new clearer statements about what you want yes there is nothing more uncomfortable to you or then to another than to say to them you're not fulfilling my expectations mm -hmm. because it's not their failure it's your lack of certainty it's your lack of clarity if someone is not fulfilling your expectation it's because your expectation has wobble in it yes. and they're matching the wobble yes yes you have so much more control in every collaboration but here's the interesting thing and you know this but we're going to put words to it please the best collaborations are the brief ones mm. shore up Collaborate, draw back, and shore up. Mm. Shore up, align, mm -hmm. let law of attraction bring your collaborative partners. Collaborate as long as it's serving, which means as long as it's fun, yes. which means as long as it's interesting, yes. which means as long as it feels good, yes. then pull back and shore up. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Oh, Lord, they're so radical. <laughs> It makes so much sense, though. I mean, that I think the reason I um, said this clip was that last statement, which the be which basically was the the best collaborations are usually short because you can stay focused and you can stay in your feel good flow for that specific, clear specific purpose, and then things shift and you readjust and recalibrate. You know, it's just not easy to stay in that same frequency for a long period of time in that focus. It just feels impractical, right? Because oftentimes with collaborations, there's structure, there's momentum, and it's this idea of like changing partners all the time, whether it be in business or personal, just feels like it's just impractical. I mean, I hear what they're saying, but there's like this part of my mind that says, oh my God, this sounds exhausting. No, but you know, that's funny that you thought that because I thought, oh gosh, I feel so free in, in that now. <laughs> because like, for instance, think about committees. I don't know, you know, for me, I've been on lots of boards and committees and yeah. you get together, you get an action committee together and it's an eight week project and you do this, 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 and this, and then boom, you do it and it's done and it's over. And then you do this other project and you do this. Yeah, maybe, you know, in relationship, you're not going to switch friends or marital partners all the time but there's way more collaborations that are short and that work well than the long ones if you think about 
all the different types of collaborations we're in. You know what? You're absolutely right. You're, when, when you start, when you said it in that way, it really kind of sparked this remembering. I mean, I'm in the tech world and I do think that the best collaborations are the short ones. Um, I think that sometimes in technology and when the energy is moving really fast, that if you yep. have the same team working on something for too long, it goes south. It, yep. go, it goes stale. People yep. get, um, it, they don't check in to see if they're still on the same page that brought them together. And a lot of times they're not. Yeah. And it causes a lot of frustration. It causes a lot of money to be lost because one partner's going one direction and one the other ones can't really follow their bliss because they made a commitment. And now the whole structure's wobbling. And before you know it, you know, they've burned through their $40 million and, and there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think you're right. There is certain situations where that sort of brief, especially when you're trying to get something done, I think on the political scene, you can really see how, you know, Strong energy in, great collaboration, great direction, and then move on. But what's really interesting, though, in our culture is there that we're not really set up for that kind of structure. And and I'm not saying we shouldn't be, but that's kind of where we're sitting right now is our structures are much more laborious. They're much slower moving. And that might be what's coming through here is this new way of being in business, this new way of being, you know, collaborative where we do see, hey, this is going to be a short commitment. Let's get in there. Let's do the job. Let's let the universe do the most of the heavy lifting. Uh Right. Let's let the universe bring in all the because the universe doesn't need time. Butner Castle. Right. Right. Butner Castle. So I like this. Thank you for that clarity. I think I was thinking too much about it, but it does feel really good to kind of get people when they're on the upswing of their passion uh, and, and be able to have action points rather than, you know, 10 years later, we're all wondering did we ever get that thing done we said we were going to do? Right. Well, it was funny in my class today, I was teaching about the emotional guidance system. And um, I uh, do this thing called the 18 second vacation, which is similar to the 17 second exercise that Abraham teaches. And um, so I said, you know, why do you think we do it in small increments? And, you know, people in the class was like, because we can stay focused. And to me, it's the (laughs) same kind of thing with the collaboration. I can stay focused on, in, on something for 18 seconds so much easier than 68 seconds or whatever, you know, I mean, so it's just a similar concept, just small incremental steps, just like stair step approach. You take one step at a time instead of going from the bottom to the top. So I think that short collaborations are like taking one step on a staircase. I like this. And, and part of it, again, it's, it's for me, it feels a little radical and it feels very Abrahamish, but I, I like playing with it. And, and what I like most about it is us not beating ourselves up about collaborations that are no longer serving us. Because I think we do a lot of negative mojo on ourselves when we get into the story about, oh, I should have hung in there, no pain, no gain, all that kind of old technology that doesn't work anymore. Right. Um, You know, I think we do need to have this levity about, hey, that that came together. It had a moment. There was some wonderful things that came of it, but I'm and now I'm I need to move to the next and to not get all into our, you know, beating up and, you know, me copas about uh, about having to to be in that feel good flow. And that's interesting. That's interesting because I think I have in my own life carried around a lot of guilt 
because I left collaborations that no longer felt good for no other reason other than the fact that it just wasn't working for me. And that didn't feel like enough. Like I should have had more reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But Abraham is saying, no, that's about it. Well, I don't know. When I listened to it, I felt great because I thought of a bunch of stuff that freed me up. You know, one of them for me is friendships. I have friendships come and go a lot. And it's not because I don't have people that I absolutely love from my childhood because I do and I still have relationships with them. But I am on this moving and growing, you know, always working on myself every single day of my life. And people don't always grow and move at the same pace. You know, everybody has their own pace. And so it's always great to rendezvous with somebody who's at where you are in this moment, in this present moment. And to allow that to be okay if it doesn't stay. You know, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But but I really love this idea of like if you're the one that's left, let's just talk about that for a minute. You know, there's an opportunity there and there was a little bit what Abraham was talking about in that last clip was this like, oh don't leave me, don't leave me. You know, if you if you're not here, how am I gonna do this? If you're the one that's being left, there's a really incredible opportunity in that moment to say, I made that person, that situation, my source. I made them my source because I should not feel this way. I should not feel like I am being left. Do you know what I mean? Because if I'm being left, then I've been practicing the idea that that person in that situation is my source and they're not. And I think this is so powerful because when you are the one being left, it's a different vibration, a vibrational wobble, but it's no less powerful because if you can imagine pulling back and saying that person, that situation, that job, that business is not my source, the power and the alignment that rushes in to hold you is so amazing. And it's so it feels so much better than being in the, in the don't leave me energy. Oh, please don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that don't leave me energy. Oh, can we all just take a moment? Let's just release that. Oh, gosh, the resistance that's in that, that is so opposite of what source is saying, which is like, you know, we gotcha. We gotcha, baby. <laughs> oh, I think don't leave. It's so funny you said don't leave me because it reminds me of my little one. Sometimes she'll grab onto my leg. Mommy, don't leave me. Don't leave me. And that's like every mom's kind of like worst oh. nightmare is when their child is crying for them when you're dropping them at preschool or school or whatever. <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> yes, yes. And and at the same time, great, you know, segue with parenting. The worst thing we can do is to make our children feel like we're their only source, that everything has to come from us so that they don't see the world as full of opportunity and they don't find their own power and they don't find their own inner ability. You know, when my son says, oh, I want this, I want this, I say, it's really good to want, honey, but I'm not the only avenue to which things come. Isn't that wonderful? The whole world is a place where you can ask and it <laughs> you know, so we, I think it's so important that, that we're able to really embrace that and allow, uh, you know, allow that experience to be powerful to, rem- so that our children or our business partners can be reminded that uh, we're not their source. It's too, too much pressure to be someone's source. Too much pressure. <laughs> I, I just, give myself and everyone else here listening to this to 
allow the pressure to be released. There is no such thing as pressure. I was talking about that today with the client and we were talking about, he was saying, but I just feel pressure. I feel pressure. I'm like, what does it look like? What is, what is pressure? You know, it's not like it's something you sit in like a chair or you drink out of like a cup. There's no thing called pressure, but oh my gosh, isn't it real to us sometimes, you know? It's so true. It's so true. Well, with that, we're at the end of our hour. We hope that you've heard something this at this hour that you can take away into your week, into your every day, and it will bring you some comfort, some joy, some realization, because we love to be in this discussion with you. So, and also feel free to email us or send us voicemail messages or anything that came up for you during the hour. And we're hoping to play more of that on the show and and just bring, bring uh, this wonderful little Abrahamic plus unity community together uh, and have this constant conversation. And so again, don't forget to check out our website, sign up on our email list. And um, we're also going to be posting out of some really good feel book feel good products on there to help you on your journey. But always remember, feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear It hinders your forward movement When you keep bringing up the Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. 
If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop. Dot unityonline.org When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. 
This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes.